because when I recorded Dream On, I needed to get the song out. And it's like I didn't have a lot of money to do a lot of to do a lot of um like marketing or anything like that. But what I realized was that Martin Luther King Jr. Day was coming up. And I had a song about dreams. So what I did was I literally I emailed all of the I emailed all of the local radio stations, uh, no, news stations. <laughs> and I asked them, can I come and perform this song That's on, your, amazing. on your radio station? Really? On, on your news station. I've sorry, not heard on this TV. story. Yeah. Wow. We are so grateful that you have joined us on this journey as we explore topics such as faith, purpose, and relationships. So excited about this topic today. We are going to be talking from the topic of purpose but more specifically Sonia what are we going to be talking about most of us are called to the marketplace most of us are called to not work in vocational ministry Mm -hmm. Um, there definitely is callings of people who are called to work vocationally in ministry but um, yeah I think a lot of us have callings on our lives that require an entrepreneurial spirit yeah. And so how do we do that as believers? How do we go about that? You know, what do you say, say to a person where the Lord gives them a prophetic word and it, the fullness of the prophetic word is going to require them to start with building a business. Mm. And so I think that both Brian and myself have a unique voice um, in this area because we both have done that um, as well as building the church. So yeah, that's my that's the introduction of that topic. We're both walking in like in like the center of our purpose in life. Yeah. Like the purpose that God has assigned for us and you know we'll also uh, also interchangeably use the word uh, calling. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that we're both like walking dead center in the middle of what God has called us to. But it didn't just start out that way. Mm. You know, like for me, like I felt like my purpose, like the Lord's purpose for my life initially was, you know, I would say like this to be an instrument of hope, healing, restoration and inspiration. That was like the purpose that I felt like the Lord gave me. And then he gave me different mediums, like and the main medium being music. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So music was the medium that God chose to ultimately to ultimately have me, uh, you know, uh, walk in purpose. What did that practically look like for me to give life to to that dream? Did you have, before you share that, the practicals, did you have like a vision in your heart of like, you know, when you share it with me, I have a vision of mm-hmm. like what I think that you're thinking. And it's like, you know, singing to millions. Yes. Inspiring them, like people being able, you being able to lead people and inspiration and hope, like so many people gathering, so many people listening to your music. Like, was there like a image in your heart? Because we know that the Lord gives those images that are mm-hmm. attached to promises. Without a doubt. Oh man, I had, you know, encounters in my life would produce, um, like I would have encounters with the Lord and it would ultimately produce like vision for my purpose. Yeah. You know, with I mean, there were so many experiences, like I'm just trying to recount one. I remember I was at a thing called Acquire the Fire. And hey. <laughs> Acquire the Fire was awesome. It was just like young, young adults. Uh, no, like a youth conference. And I remember uh, I went with a group of people, probably like 30 people. And after Acquire the Fire, we 
um, went back to like this clubhouse and we were all talking about what God had done in our lives, like what God was doing in us, what, what he was speaking to us. And I remember like, they were just like, you know, just raise your hand if you want to share. And I raised my hand and I was like, I felt like the Lord told me that he's going to use me in music. Yeah. And I was like, I think I was like 11 or 12, maybe wow. 13. I was like, I just feel like the Lord wants to use me in music. Yeah. Right. And, and I remember from that moment on, like something was ignited in my heart. A per- that purpose was ignited in my heart. And so from there, like I started taking steps toward ultimately like making that a reality. Yeah. Um, and the Lord would always open up doors for me to do that. You know, I would be in vocal music, you know. And I remember even one time in seventh, in seventh, uh, sixth grade. Yeah, it was sixth grade. No, I'm sorry, eighth grade. And I was getting ready to go to high school. And I remember all of our teachers, uh, our teachers had to sign off on our electives, mm-hmm. right, for that we were going to be doing in, um, in high school. And my music teacher, like, I was trying to be cool. I was like, I'm not going to do choir in high school. I'm not going to do it. And I remember I uh, brought my electives paper up to my teacher, my music teacher, Miss oh, Miss Trammell. Miss <laughs> Trammell. She was actually at our wedding, too. Brian can, re- <laughs> Brian can remember every teacher he's ever had, and yeah. most of them were at our wedding. Yeah, she was She was at our wedding. And she, uh, Miss Trammell was like, I don't see vocal music on here. She was like, why why is vocal music not on here? And I was like, oh, I'm not gonna do it. She was like, No, you need to do it. Shout out to Miss Miss Trammell. Trammell. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I, I ultimately um I wrote vocal music down. And then I got on. into I got into high school and I got hooked up with Mr. Downey. Yeah. With Mr. Thank Downey. God for Mr. Downey. Absolutely. Who was also him. at our wedding. Yeah, we actually had our <laughs> wedding at his at his church. His church. Yeah. <laughs> But Mr. Downey just began to pour into me. Like, he just began to, to like, he just believed in me. Like, I always say he believed in me, like, more than I believed in myself. Um, but I remember after my freshman year, yeah, my freshman year, he hit me up and was like, hey, I want you to come to my, here's my number. I want you to come to my house every week this summer. I'm going to teach you how to sing. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it was stoking the fire of purpose in my life. Yeah. And so it was such an amazing experience then to have the opportunity to graduate and go to Oral Roberts University, yeah. right? Go to Oral Roberts and within the first couple of weeks, you know, audition for the worship team, be asked to be on like the main team and and then being exposed to this different way of doing life and music and, you know, the the the, the fire of purpose being stoked within me. And then through um, through college, you know, starting to write music, starting to write music, because I also felt that that was a purpose that God had given me, mm-hmm. you know, to write music and release music and record and release it to the world. Yeah. Musically, you know, hope, healing, restoration, in- inspiration and and also, you know, write love songs and stuff. And so I remember I started writing music and then I recorded a song one summer. I recorded a song called Dream On. Ugh, I love that yeah, song. Yeah, Dream On. You know, I had written it, recorded it. I paid $300 that I had saved up working at a local baseball stadium. You know, mm-hmm. there again, it's like me putting flesh on, you know, on the on on this purpose that God has given me. Yeah. And make and and 
pulling it out of ideology and into reality. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. and I think it's so important that, you know, there's always going to be like we always look for opportunities to pull our to pull our purpose out of reality, out of ideology and into reality. And it can be little things, little opportunities, because when I recorded Dream On, I needed to get the song out. And it's like I didn't have a lot of money to do a lot of to do a lot of um, like marketing or anything like that. But what I realized was that Martin Luther King Jr. Day was coming up. And I had a song about dreams. So what I did was I literally I emailed all of the I emailed all of the local radio stations, uh, no <laughs> news stations, and I asked them, "Can I come and perform this song That's on, your, on your radio station? Really? On, on your news station? I've Sorry, not heard on this TV. story. Yeah. Wow. And so I remember two of them emailed me back, and so on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, I uh, went and performed at one, and then my little sister Faith was waiting in the car to take me to the next news station to oh. perform there. Yeah. Oh, I love Faith so, so I, much. Mm-hmm, so I, I performed Dream On, my song, at two different radio stations on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And then, wow. and then I was asked, as a result of that, I was asked to come and sing at the MLK commemorative service that was held uh like the citywide MLK commemorative service where the mayor was speaking, all of the city councilmen were, uh, it was at this big, huge, uh, uh, Methodist church. I've never heard this story. Yeah. Yep. 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 And so, and so, and so that, that happened. And then through that, my name started getting out into the community Mm -hmm. and people started reaching out to me and hitting me up and stuff. And also I was working, I told you guys, I was uh, I had saved up the money working to record the first song working at a um, baseball stadium. Well, I got that job because I went to a national anthem competition and I sang the national anthem. And then they called me. They were like, hey, better than the, the singing the national anthem. You want a job? <laughs> so they gave me a job. But what would happen is some people wouldn't show up to sing the national anthem. And then you would sing. So every week, every week, pretty much every homestand, I would sing the national anthem. Yeah. And then I would also do the seventh inning stretch. Brian is is a very inspiring person because he just goes after what is in his heart. Mm. I probably represent most of the population that's not like that. Yeah. To where we kind of get paralysis by analysis. Yeah. Or we just dream and dream and dream and dream and, and do nothing to like see it happen. Yeah. Um. I've obviously stepped out in my life, but I think there's more times than not where I've just incubated the dream in my heart and in the soulish realm and never brought it into the natural in any capacity. Right. Yeah. And so what I hear you saying is, you know, more than just dreaming, like there was action to it. Yeah. And the reason why I really felt passionate, well, we really felt passionate about this podcast is I just don't want paralysis by analysis to be a thing for believers. Yes. And so if we can offer like the first stepping stone Mm. to like get some momentum. Yeah. Because more times than not, you need to build trust with yourself more than you need to trust God. Yeah. Because most believers are like believe God can do the impossible, but they don't believe that God can use them to do the impossible. Yeah. And so... So I want to boil this down super, super practical. 
I believe that if a part of your purpose is attached to a, a business being built, mm-hmm. Brian, what is like the first steps that you would take? Yes. Because everything that you, you say, I could immediately apply it to what you did. Yep. So how would you, like if you were, if if I came to you and I said, hey, I'm I'm wanting to start a wedding business. Mm-hmm. Like God has given me all these dreams. I feel like I'm going to impact all these people. What, like, what do I do? Like, what's the first step? Absolutely. You know, that's where I was when I, um, when I got out of college, when I got out of college, I, um, uh, I knew that God had called me to do music. Right. Yeah. And the biggest thing that I needed to do was formalize some things because I could no longer just, I could no longer just do this for fun. Yeah. You know, I needed to start building a business out of this. And so what I started, like one of the first things I did was I started an LLC. I started an LLC. I paid the money to get the LLC uh, incorporated. Um, And once I got it incorporated, I started, I I opened up a, a business account. Yeah. Where I started putting all, you know, the finances that I was making. And I also, I also, um, after college, I did a, actually during college, I did a funding campaign. So I actually started the business while I was in college, Brian Near Music LLC. I started it while I was in college because I was receiving opportunities. Yeah. Like I was getting opportunities yeah. um, to sing at different places and whatnot. And people were paying me every now and then. So I started, I started, um, I started the business during college and I was writing music and I was doing all of that stuff. And so I did that. uh, I did that. And after that, I opened the bank account, opened the bank account, started getting all of my other accounts and things that were necessary for me to open a music business. So you need to do the research. You need to do the research that is necessary for you to be able to ultimately be successful uh, in your area. And every area is different. Yeah. Every area is different. Like what it requires is different. Like if you're going to start a wedding planning business, you're going to need some licenses. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there'll be some licenses, qualifications and other things that you will that you will eventually need. Maybe you don't need it at the very beginning, but you need to be aware of the fact that those are the things that people are going to be looking for whenever that you come in and, and want and want their business. Yeah, totally. When you started your LLC. Did you feel like you had a bit, did you have a business plan already drafted up or you were just like, I have a bunch of opportunities already coming. I need to get some covering over the financial things of this. Like, did do you feel like the Lord mapped it out for you? Did you get wisdom from somebody that was like, you need to do this, 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 this. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to lay out some like practical steps of yeah. what I would say, but I'm curious in your journey. Cause everybody's is going to look a bit, a little bit different. Yeah, I had counsel. Like my brother would counsel me and whatnot, and I would read books too. Yeah, I would read books. I would, I mean, I would watch so many podcasts. Yeah, I would watch so many videos. Like I was obsessed with learning how to start a successful music business. Really? Oh yeah, I was so obsessed with it. That's so. I cool. would watch so many videos. I would like on what to do, like how to be a successful independent artist. I would watch. Oh, I would so listen cool. to podcasts. All of my, all of the people who were like I wanted to be like. I would listen to podcasts of them, Pharrell. I would look at um, Ryan Tedder, 
all of these different people. I would look and try and like, and so my business plan wasn't on paper, but it was in my mind. Yeah. It was in my mind. Like I would be taking notes on all these things I see and then I would acclimate it to my life accordingly. <laughs> do you hindsight, do you wish you would have written it down? No, <laughs> not really. But this is the thing. Cause I've documented it. Yeah. I've documented it. Yeah. Like you could see my business, you could see my business plan. But, you know, and, and it would evolve with time. It would evolve with time and and less about playing. And, you know, music is different. I don't know if you specifically need a business plan, but you need a strategy mm-hmm. on how you're going to reach people. Do you think that strategy needs to be written down? I think it could be written down, but more than that, I want to show people. Yeah. Because I, I can write it down for you and that would be great. But more than that, <laughs> I want you to see, like, I, I want you to see it because this is a thing. My strategy might not work for you. Yeah, I think my humble opinion is you just have different temperaments of different people. Yeah. It's just the fact of the matter. Yeah. You know, um, does it matter if it's written down, if it's built and working really well? No, I guess not. But I do think that I do think that there's a lot of value in writing down the vision. And that's yeah. that's my bent. Almost to a fault. Yeah. And actually it has been to a fault, especially in a previous business that I built with my sister. It was like, if it's not written down, like I just can't do it. (laughs) But basically like write the vision, make it plain. Yes. So that you can take it and run with it. Yes. Right. And so the fact of the matter is at some point, Brian's vision has been written down. Yes. My vision. Oh, yeah. Like your your vision, your vision. But I mean. My but vision. I, oh, I got. But my I vision think written down. I think a business plan can be a form of a vision, because it's how you're going to attain it. So, so I just think this is this would be what I would say. This is yes. what I'm bringing to the table. This uh-huh, is uh-huh. one of many ways that you could build something. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. Now but to answer your second question, like, or to answer the question about a vision, I definitely like that was the first thing that I did. Actually, yeah. actually, the first thing yeah. that I did was and I can take you back because I still have the documents that I wrote from a long time ago. Yeah, but I could take you. I can show you the vision. Yeah. But, you know. To be very honest, you know, this is my my view is like I hold like plans are like hard for me because I think that I think plans are so good. Plans are so good. They're amazing. But the step, you know, for me, and I may be negating what you're saying. I don't think I am. But like. But I'm not talking to the to the people like Brian that don't have a problem. building. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're Brian, right. Yeah. You, Brian, need, you need to talk to the people. The reality is, it's like. What if you're just, you know, a humble old farmer and the Lord is like, go build yeah. a you know, a fortune 500 business. And you're like, what? Yeah. I'm just a gardener. He's asking me to build like a, a coaching business. I don't really know how to talk to people. It's like, yeah. I just think there's a lot more hindrances than there are not hindrances for people. Yeah. And so Agreed. I think mapping I think out right. something that's really simple for people of like a step-by-step is very helpful. So this is my perspective. Yes. My personal opinion. And there's so many books that you can read about this mm. is, Write the vision, make it plain. Yep. Write down the vision that God has given you for this thing. Yeah. Right? And then ask the Lord for a download of how he wants to build it. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then once you get that download of the way that the Lord wants you to build it, 
write down your business plan. Yeah. If you have not a lick of a clue of how to build a business, this is what I would get. I, I would advise you to do a read books, watch YouTube videos and gather people in your life, two or three people that you trust in this area of building a business yeah. that you would trust. If they said, do this, this, and this, that you, you would have peace in your heart that they gave sound advice, gather them, pitch your idea and say, this is what I want to do. Um, I really, I've gathered you together because I, I really would like an advisory team to help me strategize how to get this thing off the ground. Take notes, you know, take notes and receive what you want to receive from those meetings and start mapping that out and start doing it. Yeah. And because some people, most, some people have no idea what the next step is. You have an intuitive sense of business. Some people Mm. have, they don't have that intuition. They don't have that grit to just go and do it, to just start saving right away and take their whole paycheck and go, go produce a, a song. Yeah. You know, and I think that's inspiring. I think it's inspiring, but sometimes that feels so far off for people. Like, yeah, I wish I could figure out how to do that. I wish I could have enough confidence and I wish I could just go do it. And so I think, I think being able to write down a plan and then just start doing the plan. There's a difference of a dreamer versus a doer. I don't want to just stay in dreamland. Like I want to actually be able to feel and taste and experience the dreams that the Lord puts in my heart. Yeah. And that's going to take a doer spirit. Yes. Okay. I remember when Pastor Lyle told us about one of his mentors had had told him one day, he was like, I'm no longer inspired by dreamers. Mm. Like dreamers are a dime a dozen. Yeah. I'm inspired by people who actually do. Yes, amen. And so I will never forget that because I felt like that word spoke directly to my heart Mm -hmm. is I can dream up a thousand dreams, but can I actually do it? Yeah. Another person in my life that I've seen do this so well is your sister, Mm, Faith Nira. Absolutely. I am so inspired by the way she sets her heart to something. Mm -hmm. Like she dreams and then she just does it. Yeah. Like she... She wrote a book, I believe, in high school or shortly after high school. Yeah. Like, who just, like, writes a book? Like, I have I have friends who it's literally taking them 10 plus year, and they <laughs> cannot get that book out. And yeah. they know they're called to write a book. Yeah. You know, there's so many things. Like, and she she wants to be, she's dreamed of traveling. Yeah. She just booked her first, her first solo trip. Yep. Internationally. Yep. It's like, I am so inspired by not just dreamers, but doers. And I am am grateful to be surrounded by those people that inspire me to not have paralysis by analysis. Yeah. Like us sitting here right now was yeah. a dream. Yeah. It like was. to have a podcast was like a dream. Yeah. I guarantee you, if you and Faith were not in my life, it, it might happen. be five <laughs> to 10 years from now by the time I finally just started. Like what, what, what do me and Faith have wired within us? That makes us just do it. I think it's it's not that we're fearless, but it's just that we're more consumed with the possibility than we are with the impossibility. Mm. We're more consumed with the reality that, hmm, this could work than we are with this might not work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so that mentality that we have, it pushes us to just take a step and to try. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that like, I think what, like what Sonia's saying is about the business plan 
is so important. Like it's so important to to have that. But you, but it's also very important just to do it. <laughs> Just do it. Just try it. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out. Both ways can work. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I have to have every single duck in the row before we can like take that step. And I have learned that that sometimes can be a hindrance. And, but that doesn't diminish the value of writing it down, making it plain, learning, doing the business plan, but just like stepping out and doing it, I think is so important. And so I feel like we can just close with this. Yeah. Okay, let's be more doers than just dreamers. Yeah, and and like I was saying earlier, like ask God to give you the grace to pull your purpose from ideology into reality. You know, because that's where that's where the real that's where the real fun is. Happening. Yeah, and don't discount how small oh, the manifestation yeah. of that thing coming. To Let life. me testify real quick. When I started. We didn't have a lot of people following at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Like we didn't have a lot of people. You know, when I first started Dream On, you know, a couple downloads and whatnot. Mm-hmm. My last single in my arms has been viewed on YouTube, like between all the videos, has been viewed close to two million times. Over- yeah, but what about Would You Still Love Me? Would you still, I mean, would you still love me? Like, yeah. I. I well, how many views? Would you still love me has over 100 million views on the yeah. on the internet. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about my last project. It's just like from my first project when I just wanted to start. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be okay with the small beginnings. And even to an extent, like, I feel like I haven't seen anything yet. I feel like I haven't seen anything yet compared to what I'm going to see in my life. And so that's what keeps me going is the reality that there's so much more purpose to be un- unearthed. Yeah. Unearthed. And so I just believe that for all of you all as well is that as you take steps, God's going to honor those steps and God's going to give you increase. So I just want to pray that right now. Yeah. Thank you. God, I just pray Lord. for increase in our lives thank as you. we as we take steps towards our purpose. God, I pray for provision for purpose in the name of Jesus. We just decree and declare provision for purpose in the name of Jesus, that people who don't have something, that they would miraculously get what they need to be able to walk in their purpose. God, I pray for money to come into their hands. I pray for money to come into my hands in the name of Jesus (laughs) to continue to. I pray for opportunity. I pray for divine connections. This is the thing that I would always pray. I pray for divine connections, divine appointments, and divine assistance assignments in the name of Jesus, Lord, and divine connections in Jesus' name. God, I pray that for everybody. I pray that you would open doors. I would also pray this all the time, that you would open doors that no man can shut and that you would shut shut doors doors that no man can open. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, we just decree and declare that the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. Lord, we submit all of our plans. Scripture says, submit your plans to the Lord and he will make them prosper. Scripture says that in a man, a man can plan a way in his heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail. I would always pray and to this day, Lord, let your purpose in my life prevail in the name of Jesus, even over my own plans. Even my over my own plans, God, I submit my, but you can even have my plans, Lord. You can have them. I pray that over every single person who's watching this in the name of Jesus, let your purpose prevail. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would help them be good stewards of what you have placed in their hands. Lord, that they wouldn't live in a land of longing when you have given them all that they need right now. 
to be able to be successful, that they would use what's in their hand. Even as I used dream on Lord Jesus, I used it as a seed that I placed in the ground and that seed created seed for other opportunities. I pray right now that you'd give them a holy confidence and a holy boldness um, to be able to persevere over insecurities, persevere over uh, perceived inadequacies in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just pray right now, Lord, that we would be doers in your kingdom and not just dreamers. If we will be faithful to step out in faith, the Lord will bless it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning into the Growing With The Nearest podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you share it with a friend and also that you leave a review and subscribe on whatever platform that you are listening or watching on. And we will see you next week.